Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, Amber, my first question out of the gate is, are fitness goals unachievable? There are some goals that are unachievable. You will agree, you will agree, right? Yes, I agree. Okay, good. Yes. The bad news is one of those is probably my goal of dunking. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Don't that's enough answer. Our guest this week, our guest this week is a lifestyle and fitness coach. Amber Reed from here in Kansas City. Amber, welcome and thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you here. Now let's talk about fitness and my goal. So October, I made a bet, $1,000 that I could dunk within a year. Okay. I've never dunked before. Okay. We're I, talking about basketball, not donuts, right? Right. <laughs> okay. Right. Yes. Yeah, so I need to dunk a basketball by October 2nd. Um, when somebody sets any sort of a physical goal, whether it's losing a certain amount of weight, achieving some goal, maybe it's a run a 5K, run a marathon, an ultra marathon, climb a mountain, whatever it may be. How does somebody go about uh, assessing the reality of that goal? That's right? A, yeah. So how do we do that? That's and a because really I think question. I made a mistake, but, <laughs> but how, because there's got to be a lot of factors here. There are. There's a lot. And I mean, that is a really, really great opening question because we could talk for hours on this. Okay. Um, I got to imagine because, so here's the thing, my dunk bet, that's just something I want to do, but I didn't really like do the math on it. Right. So, but I'm thinking if somebody wants to go, I want to lose a hundred pounds in a hundred days. Right. How does somebody assess that? I mean, does it, does that involve doctors or would you say, don't do it that way? Look at it differently. What's Um, my plan? Well, goal setting, you have to be realistic, but I'm a really big believer in like, if there is something in your mind for a reason, like that seed was planted for a reason. So you should like go after it. Um, It does need to be realistic. (laughs) It does have to be realistic. But the biggest thing is like, why, why do you want to be able to dunk a basketball? Right. Like why? When you sure. like you have to you have to figure that part out first because you need to you can make something realistic, but it's gonna be based off time and like sure. what factors are against you. So let's use the hundred pounds in a hundred days. Right. Realistically, um health wise, they say uh two pounds a week is healthy to lose. Okay. Roughly one to two pounds healthy you. And also you want to do something like, okay, I want to lose a hundred pounds in a hundred days just to say that I did it. Or do I want to lose a hundred pounds in a hundred days and keep it off? Right. So that's where the realistic part of your goal setting comes. I actually did a segment on Fox four news about this goal setting. Okay. And the biggest thing is figuring out why you're doing it. Okay. And then realistically doing the numbers like breaking down your really big goals into smaller goals so 
100 pounds, 100 days. Okay, let's look at both of that. That's a pound a day. That's not realistic okay. whenever you're looking at losing two pounds within seven days. Right. So let's divide that 100 by seven. Okay. And then that would be a pound a week. Sure. Something so like that. that something like that is a lot more realistic. You definitely need to do your research. Um, if you do have a goal like that and it's something that you feel like, oh, this is a dream of mine, something I've never done. Nine times out of 10, you're going to need somebody to help you with it just for the research part of it. Okay. So um, I definitely think you do need to make sure it is realistic and it's something that is attainable and you're going to need help for that. Right. Whether because you're in that situation for a reason. Otherwise, you would have dunked a basketball by now. Already. Right. Right. right <laughs> yeah. Right. So part of my reason was I didn't have enough. Uh, I don't even know what the word is. I didn't. I didn't have a reason enough to dunk a basketball. Mm. Yeah, I'd love to, but I didn't really have anything pushing. Now I got a thousand dollars on it. Now I have public humility also <laughs> staring me in the face, right? So now I feel like I'm more compelled to do it. The my question is, I just don't know if I can. I don't know if it's physically possible mm -hmm. for somebody of my height and age specifically right. to do it. Yeah. Right. And so now and. Uh, I just want to give up. This is an emotional roller coaster that yeah. is annoying and not worth a thousand dollars. And at all, everything that you're talking about is what everybody experiences when they're trying to change something about their body too. Okay, whether it's for the better, health, nutrition, they want to give up because they're just like, I don't even know where to start. Right. Well, what have you been doing so far to work towards that? Sure, me. Yeah. Uh, what have you? I have. I so I go to a physical therapist. Okay. Um, my friend Drew owns True Move, and it's a physical therapy place. And so they've been working on the flexibility of my ankle. Um, we've been doing blood flow restriction training on my thighs. Um, we did do a physical test, right? We did. Uh -huh. um, we did the baseline test, and then we tested again. So after four months, my vertical leap was up a couple few inches, right? Which is great. That's really good. Right? And yeah. I hadn't even been trying that hard. Exactly. Admittedly. Yeah. So what? now we have a goal to work out at least four times a week. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go over there a couple times a week. So um, now I need quantifiable goals, right? I need like, tell me exactly how many sets and reps to do. So we've worked out that I'm going to work out at least four hours a week. And I bought a plyometrics box to uh -huh. jump on. Yeah, those so I'm are doing great. that. I have a kettlebell, so I'm doing specific kettlebell things. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but there are days where I'm like, I'm never going to do it. I should just quit. Exactly. It's, it's everybody feels headache, that way. Right? You want to know a little secret? Yes, please. I feel the same way about myself. Really? Absolutely. And I do this for a living. Um, it's we're human. It's normal. Yeah. Like you're supposed to. And everything you just told me that you're doing, those yes. are all the little things that you're doing to get to that really big goal that doesn't seem attainable or realistic right now. Right. So No, there's a book called um, Bird by Bird by Anne Lamont that somebody gave me once, and it's kind of the same idea, but for writers, don't go, I'm going to sit down and write a book. You go, I'm going to sit down and write 10 pages. Yeah. I'm going to write, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write one chapter. Mm -hmm. It just seems, you don't eat the whole cake in right. one bite. Yes. You eat, and I don't know why you and I are talking about cake. Bad oh, example. I love it. Like, no, you know it's a saying? great example. You don't eat a whole bag of M&Ms at once. You go M&M by M&M. Yeah. I liked, I love that you use the cake analogy because I can take that even a little bit deeper. And rather than worrying about writing one chapter, just start journaling. Right. And then guess what? Your journals will either turn into a chapter Right. Or it's gonna 
it's going to create that muscle memory. It's going to create that um, that engagement in your brain, the creativity, left side, right side, all that stuff. And eventually, when it's time for you to write a chapter, you're not going to even think about it because you've been journaling. Yeah, And you've been working that muscle. Right. Which so for you, back. you've already increased two inches just right. from doing these little things that you're like, this isn't working because I'm only up two inches. But you're two inches up in your vertical now than you were however yeah, long yeah. ago. I mean, worst case scenario... I work out for a year and I'm in decent shape. Even if I miss my goal and it costs me a thousand bucks plus <laughs> all this equipment that I'm buying. <laughs> uh, it's fine. But okay. Talk to me. How, what is the, what is the trick to force myself to work out when I don't want to? I, I know everybody knows that working out is good for you emotionally, physically. It's good for you. Mm-hmm. It's your whole health is improved by working out and exercising, but so few of us do it. I get up in the morning. I do not. It ta- it's everything I can do to make myself. And I would imagine when you're talking about you're doing your classes, what is the the conversation that we need to have to convince ourselves to work out when we hate it? That is a really good question. I just spoke at a meditation thing about this topic. Okay. You have such great questions. <laughs> All these things, I love it. Thank you. Realistically, we have these moments where we're just like. This is terrible. I'm trying right. to be a radio editor right, right now with you, my words. You. Sorry. This is awful. <laughs> yes, yes. But they, yeah, this is terrible. I don't want to do this. I'm not seeing anything. Well, the most important thing is to come back to why you're doing it. Okay. And then like one thing in that book that I've really adapted and I love is choose your sacrifice. What pain are you willing to live with? Do you want to live with the pain of not feeling good all the time? Or do you want to live with the pain of, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it even though I don't see anything yet. Choose your sacrifice. Choose Did you your come sacrifice. Up with that? He, I, or he, it's in that book. In the book, it's talking about choosing. That. In the book, it's talking about choosing your pain. Yeah. But for me, I just related. Choose what are you willing to sacrifice? Right. Because for me, a lot of people are talking about. Oh, I don't have time to work out. I have this. I have that. I just biggest thing is I don't have time, or it hurts to do it. Well, yeah. you hurt right now. Sure. So do you want to hurt right now you because wanna, you can't walk? The physical pain to come yeah. from the workout or mm-hmm. from day-to-day life exactly. when your back hurts just for being awake. Exactly. Right. And like, so my group classes on my total body training classes, I write their workout on the board. Yes. Uh, just because it's a visual, it's something that creates something for them to see as I'm still training them through it. And I put a quote just last night and it said... Feel a little bit of pain today so you can live better tomorrow because it was a brutal workout and I knew they were going to have something to say about it, (laughs) but it's what you have to do whenever you're thinking about it and you think like, oh, this isn't working. The biggest thing I found personally for myself is whenever I am doing something, I don't feel like doing it nine times out of 10. That's whenever I see the most growth Mm -hmm. and whenever I uh, like I get I push past my edge. There's a really awesome quote. I have it right here by my phone that I'm thinking of that I want to tell you. Get, it's about I'm growth. Remember that one though. Choose your, choose sacrifice. your sacrifice. That's a great line. Yeah, choose That's your sacrifice. Because I can sacrifice an hour for the day, or I can sacrifice this thousand bucks in the public humility. Absolutely. That's come, come and the greatest thing too. I love that. The greatest thing about that is I'll touch on that in just a second. But I want to read this quote. It's Kristen Lower L O H R. But she says, growth is uncomfortable because you've never been here before. You've never been this version of you. So give yourself a little grace and breathe through it. Mm -hmm. So it's uncomfortable right now. You don't like Mm -hmm. it because you're uncomfortable. You're not seeing any results right away. Sure. But um, the biggest thing, like, let's say that you don't, you don't dunk a a basketball. But 
look where you've already come right now. Sure. And then that's the whole like life is it's about the journey, not the destination. Sure. So like what you discover from now until October is something that you don't even see right now because you haven't been through it. Right. It's a new version of yourself. Right. So whatever happens October 2nd, I'll be different. Exactly. Over that this th- year. You might lose that $1,000, right. but you're going to have a story to tell sure. about how you lost that $1,000. An expensive story, Amber. <laughs> a very expensive story. But, but it's going to have a lot more meaning to right. you based off of just one simple thing that you started with. You're, well, you're right, too. If I lose this 1000 bucks, but I'm steady with my workouts for a year, all of a sudden, I've worked out for a year. And I have that forward momentum. And like you said, now I've been, whether it's the journaling to a book or whatever, now I have this steady year of working out and hating it, but knowing that I can still do it despite hating it. Absolutely. Right? So There's um, times where like all, um, I'm not a big runner. I have really bad knees. And like I had a, a college injury that just makes it hard for me to run every day. And I was trying to do a mile a day and I failed at it. (laughs) <laughs> but it for was how some, long were you were I was trying to do, to do it for 30 day. days in a row okay. and after seven days I couldn't even put my foot on the the oh. gas pedal without it hurting with my knee and yeah. so that was something like limitations and when I look at that I'm like I don't like to lose at things I don't like to fail so I'm like ugh. but like now looking at it I could have walked a mile rather yeah. than running yeah. and yeah. so like finding a way so even that's something where I like it's still in the back of my mind where, but when I was doing that after day three, I was like, I do not want to run a mile today. And then I would run it. And next thing I know, I'm running two and a half miles Wow! on a day yeah. that I didn't feel like doing it. Yeah. So if you just, the hardest thing is starting right? and you're right. doing it, yeah. you're like, oh, I don't like this. I don't yeah. like this. Do you take, and the other thing too is like, how are you measuring like maybe on a weekly basis or. Right. We didn't, we should maybe start doing that. We measured the baseline right when the bet was made, and then we did it after four months. Okay. So, you know, I mean, I think for me, and Drew even said it, is like, you got to come in more often. I mean, it's just work out more often, right? There's there's a slim chance outside of injury that I work out too much for this. Impossible <laughs> almost, right? Yeah. So that's something I know that I can measure every week. How many times did I work out? How many hours, minutes, Yes, days? that's perfect. So right. you're not even, I love that you found that because a lot of people automatically go to pictures and measurements and, and the yeah. scale, yeah. which is great, but it's not at right. the same time. Well, that's the thing. I didn't want to measure how high I could jump too early. Like I haven't tried to dunk a basketball in four months because I don't want to fail and have it crush me. Right. If anything, I want to dunk on a nine foot goal and go, yeah. oh, I can do that. I can achieve that. I just need to keep edging it up. Right. You know what I mean? Because Absolutely. I don't want to do that. Like, I'm going to lose weight, try uh-huh. for a month and then be defeated based on a number. Yes. And that's you. Scale. That's you already breaking down your goal into smaller because you're like, well, yeah. well, let's do a nine foot goal instead of what is it? Twelve feet? It's ten. Ten. OK. Yeah. Well, go down to a six foot goal. Right. Get comfortable with right. that right. and then go up to a nine and things like that. But yeah. even you're breaking it down even more. Right. And you're doing it by how many days am I working out? Right. And I also want to really encourage you do something you enjoy out of one of those days. That's a good idea. Because if you're if you're doing something you don't enjoy, you're not going to keep doing it. And Video there- games and beer, <laughs> right? No, that's not what you mean. Right? I mean you that's mean something really- that will help me jump. Yeah, yeah, or it doesn't even, I mean, yes, you're already doing things that are helping you jump, but yeah. do one workout a week that you enjoy that might not even be relevant to yeah. helping you jump yeah. because it's going to be like, all right, I have these three days, but this day I'm going to do yoga. For me, mm-hmm. like I fell in love with yoga. I've done yeah. so many different types of training because I was an athlete in college, Olympic style, weightlifting, all of it. 
Um, a year ago, I completely stopped lifting altogether. Hated it. Couldn't do it. It was worse than a job, which was so funny because I went full-time training because I yeah. wanted to just work out all day every day. And I hated it. I was like, this is terrible. Well, I found something else. Yoga, total body, things yeah. where I wasn't even in the gym. I changed my environment and I changed what I was doing, but still getting a similar result. And I fell in love with it to where now it's like, okay, if I do yoga four days a week, then I can hit the gym two days a week. That'll be okay. Right. That'll be all right. Okay. So same for you. Yeah, You're doing I all do this like jumping yoga. and all these plyo things and... Yoga would be amazing it for would, you because you're talking about like your ankle flexibility and all that. Well, so uh, a couple of years ago, I did yoga for 99 days in a row. Wow. I know. What idiot stops at 99? Do 100. <laughs> that's so, that's the worst. I'm the worst. Uh, so I didn't do 100. I did 99 days in a row. My wife teaches yoga. Okay. And that's another thing where I'm like, I like it. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm like, oh. And sacrifice. I need to force Choose your it. sacrifice. Right. Choose your sacrifice. Choose your because sacrifice. Because I'm great at. Um, I'm getting really good at Overwatch and PUBG, which are two online games. I need to stop. With so that. find something. But that, I had a goal. I want to be good at those. But can you can you multitask? Can you do that right. and be on the treadmill or something at the you're same right. time? That, or the bike? Idea. I think yeah. the bike would be really great for you because okay. you're really pushing through like the balls of your feet. Yeah. Everybody's you know biker. Right. Their calf muscles and legs yeah. are just ridiculous. That's a good point. So now you're finding a way to tie two things Come on, in. Come Amber. I'm going to video hey. game on the treadmill. Yeah, Genius. do it. That needs to do be like it. a place where you could combine. That's like great. Like a bunch of bikes with We the, need patent that right now. We're right announcing now, it right now. That. Nobody gets this. Brady and Amber. Trademarked. It's trademarked. <laughs> I want to talk to you about, you brought up meditation. Do you meditate? Talk to me about what type of meditation you do. This is another thing that I want to do. And again, I just... <laughs> yes, I do. Um, I do a lot of different types. Okay. Uh, I I hadn't done a lot of guided meditation. Okay. There is, I recommend it for, if you're not going to take a yoga class and you're just going to try it out on your own, I would recommend, you can YouTube meditation. Yeah. And you can, you, you can be down to specific. You can do meditation for stress relief, meditation yeah. for anxiety, yeah. whatever yeah. it is that you feel like you need it. You can look it up on YouTube and they have the guided meditation. Mm-hmm. Um. I will, so in yoga, you know, you've done it the very last pose at the end is Shavasana. Yeah. So that's your meditation for three minutes after you've gotten that physical activity, which is really great because you've pushed yourself to a point where it's just like, ah, I can yeah. just lay here now yeah. and not think about anything and let my body just lay. Uh, for other things in meditation is just breathing. Mm-hmm. Inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth, do it 10 times, mm-hmm. two minutes. There's lots of apps too that you can set yeah. your timers. I like um, 10% Happier is a guided meditation app oh. that really, it's pretty cool because it allows you to choose how long you want to do meditation yeah. and what function you want out of it to de-stress. I love it. To um, just mindfulness or whatever it is. 10% Happier, I like. Russell Simmons who I know has kind of a stink on his name now yeah. because of recent news. He put a he wrote a book called Success Through Stillness and his thing is sit for 20 minutes. He 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 doesn't he there's no guided anything. Yes. He just says 20 minutes and he even says twice a day. He says he's very minimal on goals or anything. Um, and right. that's what I like about yoga and meditation. You can tweak it to what you want and or need. Yes. Right? You can do five minutes of yoga. You can do an hour and a half of hot yoga. 
you can do yoga that's about back flexibility or sitting in sitting in an office. Right. right. So I love yoga for that. For some, and my wife said yoga is like a soft introduction into meditation. Yes. Right. Yes. And yes, I want to yes. meditate so yes. bad. It's- and the biggest thing, so I I always tell people when I'm teaching yoga or I'm talking about teaching yoga, is it's a game of Simon Says. And the reason why that's hard for people is they, I like, especially somebody that's never do, done yoga. Okay, this is a game of Simon Says. You have to shut off your brain or you're not going to hear what right. I'm saying. Because there, what is it? Like, there's a certain percentage of what people actually hear from what you say. Like, 20% of what you say, they actually hear. Right. Because they're uh, thinking, what am I going to say? Exactly. Next? So Mostly. you tell somebody to go into downward dog, down, what? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Instead of, if you turn your brain off, you're not even thinking about what, questioning what that is. And you're going to listen to, send your hips up and back towards the back wall like Mm -hmm. to where you're not thinking you're literally reacting for yoga the same thing for meditation it is a really soft entrance and that's what i love yoga because it's based off the person my yoga practice you could do the exact same thing that i could do physically but you could feel something 100 percent different than what i feel right um have you have you done the sensory deprivation float tanks yet? No, I've to. been seeing it. So there's one over in Waldo. There's okay. one that's just about to open out south. And I think there's one up north as well, um, just that we work with through the radio station. Um, and I know they have some float therapy, but it's trippy. It's forced <laughs> meditation, which sounds like two words that shouldn't go together, right, right on some level. Yeah. Because you shouldn't force it. But, but you kind of have to, honestly, even like that's something to help people that can't force it internally with themselves like they need that external um tangible thing to make them do that if that makes sense it's the sensory deprivation flow tank i'm a big fan of Um, i need to try try that definitely i'm Uh, going to you'll have to give me a name at the Waldo place or something yeah it's float kc is and i like um that's where i go but i haven't done it very much because it's awesome try that out okay um i want to talk because you do work with women and kids primarily yeah let's talk about kids health um you know i know look i have three daughters nine and under i know which are adorable on your instagram by the way thank you that's what you say so i know how um difficult and crazy a family life can be um you know, talk to me about kids and making sure they're fitting in fitness. Right. Because it's obviously, everybody knows it's important, but it's mm-hmm. difficult. Do you just go back to, you know, choose your sacrifice? Um, yes, kids? essentially, yes. But here's the thing is, um, I am a big believer in if parents are going to invest in their kids, a lot faster before they think twice about um, investing in themselves or okay. they're, they're not going to think twice about investing in their kids yeah, yeah, before yeah. they invest yeah. in themselves. Yeah. So if I tell you, Brady, um, this training session is going to be $200 for you today. How do you want to pay? You're going to be like, right. uh, let me think about it. What's right. one of your daughter's names? Uh, Bridgen. Bridgen. Okay. Bridgen's training session is going to be $200 today sure. and she's going to get all these benefits. Same benefits. I'm telling you, you would get personal. Yeah. Okay. When do I pay? How do I pay? Right. So um, that is part of why I target kids is because parents don't think twice. And like nine times out of 10, um, the kids are a reflection of the parents. Mm -hmm. So if the kids are getting better, the kids become the influence for the parents. Right. Because there's times where you look at your child and you're like, wow, like this is my motivation. This is why I'm living. Mm -hmm. And then if you see your child becoming better, what's that going to do for you? What does that make you want to do? Yeah, I think you're right. And there's a lot of 
things you can give your kids, but to set them off on a healthier lifestyle is going to have so much more impact than almost anything I can think of. Yes. Do you work out with your wife? I do not. Okay. Have you ever? Uh, we've, we do yoga every once in a while. Okay. So you guys have done yoga. Do you feel, what do you, do you feel like your relationship gets closer? Yeah. I think it's a good thing for sure. Right. Yeah. So think about what that's going to be if you do that with your children. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That (laughs) That was a good one. You're right. It's the same thing. Like, and I think that's the biggest struggle these days is I think probably one of the biggest complaints. I don't have kids, but I have a lot of friends with kids and Mm -hmm. I just, I do a lot of research. Mm -hmm. Um, they don't feel connected with their kids because they're working a nine to five. They're right. dropping their kids off at the babysitter. Right. They have just enough time to make dinner and put their kids to bed, right. wake up, get them ready for school, and they're out the door. That is an essential time for you to bond with your child. Right. right. Well, and I think not only is there a little bit of a time crunch, but I think as a parent, you just assume, oh, they're doing recess. They're, right. you know, and you assume probably mm-hmm. they're getting out. Oh, they're yeah. playing outside. Which is great. You do assume that, but it's just. It's bad because it's, they're probably not getting. Yeah. It's not the impactful exercise. And it's not even. And you know what? Honestly, their kids, they're going to be active. They're, I mean, unless they do have health issues and they are overweight, which there are a lot of right. kids that are overweight because sure. of nutrition and things. Sure. But that's a whole nother like podcast yeah for sure whole another (laughs) podcast but as far as an activity level for kids like it's one of those things where you're talking about oh it'd be good for them to be active and i'm going to tell you break that down even smaller like your Mm -hmm. goals do you want to bond with your kids a little bit more do you want to find a way just to impact your kids and influence them um like i have so i have some single moms sometimes they have to bring their kids to work out and i never turn them down i always say if your kids well behaved and they listen then yes you can bring your children sign waiver right, <laughs> they right, get hurt right. it's not on me but right. you know like and they just they bring all these games they bring ipads all this stuff mm-hmm. within five minutes the kids are up next to the parents doing what the parents are doing because they just want to be involved they just want to yeah. be with their parents yeah. and do what they're doing yeah so that is something that builds on the the prize right. is that thousand dollar prize for right. you if you get to dunk a right basketball that's your thousand dollar price the prize for the parents working out with their kids is them just having a healthy active lifestyle yeah but essentially the journey is them bonding with their kids influencing their kids showing them what it's like Mm -hmm. to make yourself a priority so that way you're automatically breaking the mold with your children Mm -hmm. to where as you're raising them they know it's important to make themselves a priority yeah i mean we we certainly stress the important of importance of education around the house and so I think I need to, you know, also bring health into that. It's just. And you know. honestly, you don't even have to say specifically to health. Because sure. sometimes people, they hear that word. They're like, oh, here right. we go. Like, right. it's just a phase. But right. it's self-care. Right. Taking care of yourself. Right. You sacrificing time to work out is a form of self-love for right. yourself. Um, I want to talk real quick about social media. Okay. On Instagram, you're heavy on there. Amber underscore read two E's. One, two, three, Amber underscore read, one, two, three, A read fitness, uh, Facebook, Amber dot read, one, two, three. Um, you do really well. Is it ever weird though to be on Instagram and be in like yoga pants and, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, sports bras? I, cause I'm very, <laughs> no, I'm very, uh, let's see. I, I hate cameras. I hate taking pictures and I have to do it a lot. I can't imagine doing it. And like workout clothes, is that weird? Well, 
I actually had a friend ask me last week when the last time I, I wore real pants was and not <laughs> yoga pants because, and I my answer was I've worn like real pants three times in the last year. Like, wow, really? So, yeah, and but okay before that. This is also my profession, but I was a nurse before I was a trainer. Okay. So I was in scrubs. I had to dress up sometimes, all that. Um, And at first, like just thinking about me, like looking at those Instagram models and seeing people in yeah. a sports bra and pants and things like that, I was like, I felt like I had to do that even though I wasn't comfortable in my own skin doing it. I'm like, I need to do it. So then I'll work out more. I'll make yeah. sure I have yeah, abs. Yeah. I look great. That's no that's false um it's really just like it's something that it's just those little steps building up i never like i didn't want to take my shirt off even i did bodybuilding and all that and i still wasn't taking my shirt off yoga helped just because you get so hot and sweaty yeah and it just created like through meditation and really focusing on myself and loving myself is where i didn't think twice about taking off my shirt and it's more about comfort than looking aesthetically pleasing do you feel like though some people are on Instagram and go, I'm never going to look like that. It's almost raising the average bar to a point where most of us in America are unhealthy, Mm -hmm. right? And then the people we see working out are such the extreme other end that it's almost having a negative. I'll eat another cookie while I'm eating my ice cream, scrolling through. Yeah, I Yes, I agree with that completely. And that is why... you don't see a lot of pictures of me like with my shirt off or like extra sure. like it's not about sex appeal. Sure. It's sure. about no, more I motivation. Well, that's with the my, problem with the internet it because is. it turns into that. Yes, it right? is. Like I go on because I've been doing kettlebells mm-hmm. right off a YouTube channel. And without a doubt, I'm doing it with this channel in part because she's good to look at for half an hour. <laughs> yeah. Right. If I'm gonna watch somebody work out and make me swing a kettlebell, yeah, I'm gonna want it to be aesthetically mm-hmm. pleasing, right? Absolutely. So, and it's sad because, hey, I'm gonna show you a yoga workout, but the internet's gonna put its pervy yes. stink on it. It is. It's hard, and I hate it too because it makes my job harder. Right. Because especially being a woman, like right? they're like, oh, let's do this. Let's get some boy shirts. Let's do some like. Boot, right, like all right. that type of photography right. and i'm just like i could do that right. i could pull it off but that's not my message i'm just trying to do yoga <laughs> right <laughs> yeah and i have to you yeah. wear yoga pants mm-hmm. so that my yeah. pants don't uh-huh. fly all over the place absolutely also what are dudes supposed to wear when they do yoga because it's weird i can't wear yoga pants <laughs> and i can't wear i have tights yeah but i still shorts. have to wear like shorts over them don't. and then when i put my legs up they get all bunched <laughs> trust me i'm telling brady's you. showing me this right now i wish you guys could <laughs> see what he's doing <laughs> listen more dudes would do yoga if we could figure out what we were supposed to wear shorts 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 they have to be fairly tight or else no. you don't want the you don't i right? mean i don't i don't have that experience okay. of what of well, the male problems me. but it's t- it's difficult <laughs> it's difficult i see a lot of guys they um they might wear like shorter like tighter, tighter shorts. shorts but those are guys that are like really into that right. that's not your average guy right um all of my guy friends that I've had come to my classes, they just gym shorts and a t-shirt or they might take, usually they take the shirt off or they just take their shirt off. Yeah. And that's what's th- what I love so much about yoga. I mean, I love total body training, resistance training, but what I specifically love about yoga is when you're on your mat, you're on your mat. You're not looking at who's next to you because if you do, you're going to miss whatever the teacher right. told you to do next right. to where you're literally in your zone, not thinking about anything about, but what you're doing. So yeah. it's the same thing with like, and I say that because there's 
200 pound men that rip yeah. their shirt off and don't think twice about it. But right. if you go to a gym and tell them to take their shirt off, they're not going to do it. Oh, right. Because sure. they're they're overstimulated. There's eyes everywhere. Everybody's looking at what everybody else is doing. Yoga, you're on your mat. You right. have to figure out what you're doing or you're going to miss Right. Something. Well, and because that's what you don't have time again, to think about it. Cruising into meditation, yoga is about that balance, and you got to do. You do have to focus, and you really have to work that focus muscle. Right. Um, Amber. Dot. Oh no, it's read.fit is the website. Tell me um, the services you do or how we can find more. Why we need more Amber in our life. <laughs> why you need more yeah. Amber in your life. <laughs> can we make another podcast about that? <laughs> yeah, why? It would go on for days. <laughs> yeah. Why do we need more Amber in our life? And what are you going to do when you join our lives? Yeah. Bring us on a journey. Bring you on a journey. Amber. Yes. Uh, <laughs> something that I really like my slogan is live your story. Everybody has a story. Um, for me personally, like I've collaborated with a lot of people in the fitness industry and it's been amazing because I've learned so much. But at the end of the day, I always was getting pulled to be by myself on my own because that was my story that I realized like that's part of my story. But I was living through other people trying to do what I found like my niche and what I love, which is women and kids group training total body training, yoga. And for me, like I promote the same thing with all of my clients. They're like, oh, you make it look so easy. You make this look so easy. Well, this is what's meant for my body. And you going through this journey, you're going to find what's meant for your body also. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I do, po- I do a lot of pop-up events. Okay. Um, I work with the Leia Center. I have some things coming up. There's a free clinical meditation clinic, actually, so you talking about this meditation stuff is awesome. Yeah. It's in uh, less than a month. It's what so month is um, it? It's February now. Yeah, it's on my Facebook also. Okay, February twenty seventh. February twenty seventh. It's a Tuesday evening. What is a meditation clinic? So med- I have a vlog that I'm going to post okay. at the end of this week. So definitely keep an eye on like my Instagram. Um, so you'll get to get a little feel of what that's like. But it's with me and another person, and we're just teaching people, like, what is meditation? How do I get there? What do I do? And just talking about what I talked to you today about, like, sacrifices. What is it that you're looking for? Different things like that. Okay. So all those just questions that you're unsure about, it's a really safe space, quiet. It's really awesome. I know the Buddhist Center here in town does meditation. Oh, yeah. And I'd like to go to one of those. Yeah. But again, it's kind of intimidating. It's like the thought of going into a Gold's Gym to start working out. Right. 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 Buddhists are probably the Gold's Gym of meditation. I've never been there. I haven't either. The Center is to me. Yeah. Which I can completely understand why. So the Leia Center, what I really love about it, it's really small and secluded. Like we had about 10 people there. Nice. Um, but it didn't feel overcrowded, but it didn't feel like I'm the only person here. So cool. it's really awesome. I definitely recommend it. Anybody that is unsure about meditation or just needs that one person, that yeah. in-person connection to help to where mm-hmm. then they yeah. get more comfortable doing the YouTube things on their own. Because there's times where I'm like, I feel like such a crazy person if somebody were to walk in right. and see me meditating right? and listening. To, but well, it's, here's the it's problem. getting out of your own way. Here's the problem with YouTube and working out or meditating is I'll go onto YouTube and I'll search workout and then I'll spend half an hour looking for the perfect one and I'm like, oh, well, next time I'll use it. <laughs> yeah. Um, here, one more question. Okay. And this involves a weird story about me. Um, have you seen on Facebook the Jawser size piece of equipment where you put it in your have you seen that oh my okay God. so you put it in your mouth and then you like chew on it and it's supposed to make your jawline 
stronger and then because i have this double chin thing that i cannot get rid of have you heard of jaws or size jaws or Go- size. google it real quick okay. and you'll see what it is okay so i saw the ad come up and they're like 60 dollars, right and you put it in your mouth and you chew on it so do you see it yeah okay well and go ahead tones the face muscles yes there's there's somebody doing it in a gym yes oh my goodness okay, so- you put it in your mouth and you chew and it makes your, I need a stronger jawline, right? Or you could just eat better. <laughs> <laughs> hey, choose your sacrifice. This guy is pumping iron like Let me see. in the middle of this gym, veins popping out of his shoulders <laughs> okay, and everything. Weird. So you know what That I reminds did? me of like the, uh, what's that game? That you put that thing in your mouth. Oh, that yeah. You try to- um, watch your mouth or yeah, whatever. Yeah, just use that. So you know what that <laughs> reminds me of? Um, in Pulp Fiction, the Gimp. Right, uh-huh. wake up, wake up the gimp, the gimp sleeping, and so I searched that on Amazon, and now on Amazon it's all whips and chains and stuff. Very inappropriate, <laughs> very inappropriate. So how do I get rid of my double chin? Is that just pure diet? Is there a workout that I can do? Can I make <laughs> my jawline? Yes, chin. I need a better jawline. You need or is it. this just what I'm stuck with? It's not what you're stuck with. Um, I need. Is it like the head mm-hmm. stuff? Push, there- <laughs> push your neck out and have really bad posture, like you're a peacock yeah, or something all the time. <laughs> I need something to- okay, um, I don't know. It's honestly, it goes back to what you're doing right now, just to be able to dunk your basketball. Okay, small little that. things, and then maybe small if I little things. Can dunk my double chin will go away. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> she does classes. She'll do lifestyle coaching. She will uh, work with businesses as well. You can find her online. Read two e's. Read dot fit on Instagram. Amber underscore read one two three on Facebook. Amber dot read one two three as well. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for being on this podcast. Now my final question is: Do you think I can do it? Yes. Liar! Yes. Liar! Let's do it. Well, I don't know what your vertical is okay, right now, but right. Hey, you got a year. You have so, to say yes. But I do. I believe in you, Brady. Thank you. I yes. believe in you. Doubt your doubts. Thank you, Amber. <laughs> At least I got a good positive. I'll attitude. be your cheerleader. Thank you. No, honestly, though, what I believe is, yeah, I think you're going to discover something about yourself yeah. over these next so ten no months. What? I really believe you're going to discover something about yourself that you had no idea you could oh. do. Re- <laughs> now that's more pressure to learn something. No. I just want a thousand dollars. That's all I want. Maybe you'll find a sponsor that will give you a, a consolation prize. <laughs> <laughs> Always with a positive attitude. I like it a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Amber dot. Uh, it's why do I keep messing that up? Reed dot fit. Our guest is Amber Reed on this episode of BG Dunks 2018. Thank you for listening. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.